0: Hello everyone, welcome to the Miguel Sanchez World podcast show, whatever, wherever you're listening to, wherever you're watching, whenever you're listening and watching, Um, welcome back. Today I'll be talking about building a startup in 2023, a startup that's AI and and, uh, decentralized finance based too, which two very, you know, cutting edge technologies that are very fun to play with, um, early on because, um, you know, it's a lot to figure out. And, um, I wanted to talk about like how it works to come up with ideas and then make them happen. Um, and how I'm doing it because I know a lot of people have ideas and they just don't know where to start and how to, how to do it. So I'm going to explain how I thought about it, how I'm doing it. Uh, so the first thing you got to understand when you're creating a startup idea is, You got to figure out the problem that you're solving and the solution that you are thinking will be the, you know, the way that you solve it. Right. So for me, I was in a situation where I saw decentralized finance was the future. And I also had been trying to figure out things to do with AI for a while for, for years, probably like five years, I've been like looking at AI and saying, okay, what is an opportunity within AI that I could, um, you know, do build something with. Um, and it's pretty funny because I did a TEDx talk where I literally said, you know, what if AI could be used to actually help people instead of like taking away jobs or destroying the world. Um, and that was, that was always in the back of my mind. And when decentralized finance came along and then I realized the future of money is programmable. I started to think, what if I sick AI on that and that, and that AI could help me help people make more money. Right. Because the idea is if you could build anything, wouldn't you build something that could just make money? <laughs> right? So of course I watched the NFT boom. I watched um decentralized finance every day I I was in the decentralized finance world every single day you know trading and learning and I started to see opportunities and I started out by saying wow this microeconomic leverage thing which basically allows anyone to borrow off of themselves was very powerful because I, I recognized that rich people all borrowed from their from their assets. And poor people couldn't really do that. So I said, all right, what if, Hey, what's up, boy. Um, I said, what if an AI can help people build assets and then I can use decentralized finance to help people leverage the assets. And I know it's super complicated for most people that don't understand assets and investing don't understand decentralized finance. So I said, all right, what if I could use AI to help them understand it? Right. Um, but I could also use AI to automate the processes that I know most likely people are not going to want to do. Right. It's just like working out. You know, you got to work out every day, but most people don't do it. You know, you know, you got to eat right every day, but most people don't do it. Um, but what if there was a way for somebody else to work out for you (laughs) or somebody else to cook healthy for you? And that's where I felt like AI that's possible on the finance side. Like one, yes, you should educate yourself and you should like ask questions and look stuff up. But second there's tasks that you got to do. And if you don't do it, you usually give that power to somebody else and they charge for it. So again, automation means you don't need a person to do it A robot could do it for much cheaper. So I said, all right, let me start figuring out where I could do this. So I started just using it every day. And that's the big thing about creating ideas. You got to put yourself in the, in the world that you are trying to solve a problem for. So in my world, Miguel Sanchez, world, I put myself in the problem of what if I was a person that was just starting out right now? How would I use this technology? Even though I knew the things I knew, I wasn't just starting out. I was able to bring in money to, to, to try things. I was buying, selling, just testing. But I was, I was in the mindset of someone who was very new. And I said, all right, I know most people are not going to want to do this, not going to want to do that, but this will help people. So I said, all right, let me start figuring out how to do it by hand. Right. So I started doing this. Like I was a robot. Literally, I created a system that said. Every single day, I'm going to do the task that I will have a robot do. So what that task was, was I was trading crypto every day for my own bank. And I was, I was figuring out how to grow my own assets. And then I was figuring out how to leverage them. I made a bunch of mistakes, bunch of mistakes. One night I was sleeping and I, um, one of my loans got called and I lost like eight thousand dollars, right? Can the robot eliminate losses? So one thing, thank you for anybody asking questions. Um, yeah, basically what I'm doing is when the market drops, if your loan is going to be a problem, like let's say you borrowed a thousand dollars and you had $1,500 in your bank. And then the loan is getting close to a thousand. The bot will know that and sell just enough of your assets to make to protect your loan. You know, buying and selling, that is a whole nother thing. You know, I have my uh my MACD strategy, which is not foolproof, but it has worked a, a more, more times than not. The big thing about trading that you have to understand is trading is like gambling. If you believe there's a way to win every single time you trade, there's not. You're gambling, and when you buy something, you're gambling that you're going to be able to sell it quickly for more. If it goes down and you're trying to sell it when it's down, then yeah, you're going to lose. But if you could wait long enough, there's always a time, well, most of the time, where they, it can come back up. So if you can wait long enough, it's really not a way to lose. But if you're trying to buy and sell really quickly, yeah, you, you know, it's going to be tough to to win, right? So what I'm not trying to create, I'm not creating a trading bot. I'm creating a dollar cost averaging bot that's buying you assets at over time at the most amount of money you can put in. So that's another big thing that I saw. I said, all right, one of the big problems, the reason people don't invest is they don't feel like they have enough money to make it make sense. So let's say, let's say you make Very close to the amount you spend every month. And let's say you're, you're left over with like 500 bucks and you want to, you know, buy some sneakers or whatever it is. And then invest people believe like, you know, what am I going to invest 50 bucks? It doesn't really $20. It doesn't really do much. So I'm not going to do it. So I said, all right, what if I can flip that and make it so they can invest a lot more of the money they make. So what I figured out was. You could take the full amount of money. That, let's say, I'm just going to take one bill. Let's say you have a, a student loan bill. I made a video about this. Student loan bill, the average student loan bill is $234 a month. So I said, all right, you people can't invest because maybe people feel like, I can't invest, I got to pay a school loan bill. So I said, all right, what if I can make it so that school loan bill, they can pay it and invest the money that they're using to pay it. And, and that sounds crazy. So I said, all right, I, I, I'm going to figure that out and I'm going to start talking to people that have school loans again, as a startup, you got to test if the, the world wants what you're building. So I said, if I could make it, I talked to a few people that have school loans. I said, if I can make it that you're paying your school loan every month and you're using 70% of the money that you're using to pay your school loan to invest, would you do that? Of course that's impossible, I'm using the money to pay the bill. And I said, all right, what if you could pay 25% more of the bill? So that turned out to be like around $300. So if I said, if you got a $224 school loan bill, can you pay $300 a month? Uh, sure. All right. So basically what I did was I said, all right, we're going to take the 300. We're going to bring it into decentralized finance world. We're going to borrow off of that 300, the, the money to pay your loan. So it does that. We automatically, well, not automatically when I first started. Now it does that, right? So now we borrow the money, pay the school loan. So your bill is paid now. Yes, you had $300 originally. The normal way is I have $66 left. I'm going to invest $66 with my way. What I was able to do is you can invest 70% Of three hundred dollars safely. So, what that is mathematically? Let's get the exact amount. I think it's two twenty-five, but let me just make sure. Three times three hundred times. So two ten. So now you're able to invest two hundred and ten dollars a month by paying your bill, right? So why why would you do that? because that $210 every month over years and years and years, if you paying that same bill will grow, hopefully in value, right? That's why you invest because over long periods of time, little bits of money become lots of money. So now you were able to, instead of investing $65 or whatever, $66 a month. Now you're able to invest 210. That's a lot more, right? There's almost four times more money. So. You're investing four times more money. And yes, if you don't believe in crypto, there's a lot of people that are like, yeah, but I'm not touching crypto. I, I don't believe in it. And I'm like, all right, so what's your other option? You're going to invest the $66 into stock. Okay, do it, but i bet you, you don't do it. That's the big thing. People don't do it. They won't take that extra amount and invest it. You kind of need a system that takes it out of your mind and your emotions, right? Cause that's a big thing. Sometimes. If you're watching it too much, and this is something I really learned when I was doing it last year, you get to a point where it's like, it's like a deer in the headlights. Like you don't know what to do. You're like, should I sell right now? I'm up. This is more money than I had. Let me do it. Or, and then, or you don't do it. And the price comes down and you're like, oh man, I should've did it right. So it, it becomes this like emotional roller coaster that you're watching and It it starts to take up a lot of your life. So part of what I wanted to do was I said, I'm going to use myself as an example, but I'm also going to look for people that I could help. I said, what am I doing every day? What are the things that I would like to eliminate the emotions on? And I said, all right, what if I created a strategy of whenever I see this, I do that. Just like a robot. There's no emotion. Anytime I see this, I'm going to do that. So I did that. For like a year every day, it doesn't take that long. It takes like two minutes, but it is a, a something you got to go look at the charts and say, okay, today's a day, do it today's not a day. Don't do it. So I did it. And then I started teaching other people how to do it. So what I did was I started coaching people on how to do it. People that were willing to pay me. And then we looked at their portfolios over, over time and they, and everybody who I coached made more money. So I said, all right, now I have people that have tested my idea. I have tested my idea. Now I need to talk to more people about the idea, right? So I started, I started creating content. If you see, I'm creating content like crazy where I say, retire your bills. Why did I say that? Because once I started doing this, I started to see that you need to do it often. So if you just put money one time into investing, you 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 gotta hit lotto if you think you're gonna turn a thousand dollars into a million dollars. You need to consistently invest to actually make good returns. So I said, all right, people don't are not gonna wanna and they're not gonna do it. I know many people. I talked to many people. They just don't do it. So I said, all right, what if I attach it to something they have to do? You have to pay your bills. Until the day you die, you have to pay bills. So I said, All right, what if I merge the idea of paying your bills with investing? That really is not possible outside of the decentralized finance world, though, because what I'm doing is I'm leveraging microeconomic leverage, which means I can take, I can literally, I've, I've had kids in Meta Bronx. MetaBronx.com invest, meta, I mean, uh, donate to MetaBronx.com. We got a bunch of kids this summer that we helped them create their own banks with $10 and they were able to borrow $5. Why, why would you want to do that? Why borrow $5 when you have 10? Because you have to understand the power of leverage. Like every rich person uses leverage. They teach us and leverage means debt it means the, the dirty word of debt. But in, in communities like where I come from, the Bronx, Harlem, places I, I grew up. Debt is a bad thing. You don't want to be in debt. You want to be out of debt. But every time I would meet rich people, they were in crazy debt, like crazy, crazy amount of debt. And I'm like, why are you in so much debt? Why will don't you pay that off? I'm and, and rich people. If you're a person that's on your path to being rich, financial literacy, rich people are going to be in debt to the day they die. And they're, they're perfectly happy with it because they're in the right kind of debt. They're in the debt that makes you more money, right? So if you are going to be in debt to buy new, to buy new Jordans, yes, that's bad debt because those Jordans don't make you money. They make you look cool, but they don't make you more money. Rich people go in debt to buy themselves things that make them more money, more money than the debt. Right. So imagine if I told you, I'll give you a loan for a hundred dollars because you show me something that you're going to make $150 with that a month. So of course you're going to do that, right? Like if you could take out a loan for a hundred, that helps you make a hundred and fifty every month, you could pay back the loan of a hundred and keep the 50, right? This is what rich people do. And poor people that come from communities like the Bronx, Harlem, wherever in the world. We don't learn that because we can't go and get loans, right? Because the only way to get a loan is from a bank that sees that you have a good job, have good credit, can pay it back. Showing a good history of paying things back. This is where crypto created this new, new sub tag up studios where this new system where there's no credit card check, there's no credit debt. I mean, credit check. There's no body to go and talk to you. If you have the the asset, you can borrow within seconds. And that is powerful. So what I did was I switched in, I said, all right, what if we can use the debt to pay our bills, which is what rich people do too. But of course in bigger scale. So I said, all right, we're going to take out debt to pay our bills. Our bills don't make us more money though, right? They, they, they take the money and they just, dis- they make it disappear. But most people, especially in the lower income brackets, most of their money goes to bills, but if you could invest the money that you're using to pay your bills in enough time, you will never have to worry about paying those bills. Because if you've been investing most of that money every every month for years and years and years, and it's been growing, eventually you'll look up and you will have a large amount of months. In your bank saved, right? And this is another big thing that I, I I saw as a challenge. Most people in America don't even have a six or uh, five hundred dollar emergency fund, and that's because people can't save because they're paying their most of the money they make goes to paying their bills. So if you can't even save for five hundred dollar emergency, how are you ever going to invest? But if there was a system that said. Just by paying your bills, you are investing. Why wouldn't you do that? Right? So I said, all right, now I just got to build that. So I said, okay, of course I used to be a developer, but it's been a while since I've been a developer. So I said, all right, I got to get back into the the development gym. It's going to take me time though. It's not like I can just jump back in and remember everything. And things have changed. It's been a long time since I was a full-time developer. So I said, all right, I'm going to have to look for people to help me and I'll manage them just like I do with my agency. No problem. So I started looking for people, trying people out, growing up in scarcity. Exactly. Trying people out, spending money, not working out. But again, this is what you got to do as a startup, you risk money to fix ideas that you believe future in the future. People will pay you for. And I started, I did, I did multiple things that I think are important to understand if you are trying to create an idea. One, you got to validate the problem that you're trying to solve. So first thing I started to do is I started to talk to people. All right. Can you invest? Yeah, but not enough. What if I told you, you can use the same money you use to pay your bills to invest. Would you try that? Yeah, I would try that. All right. Now, if I told you I'm going to put the money in crypto, would you try that? Oh, I don't believe in crypto. No. And so I said, all right, so you don't believe in crypto. What is your other option? How are you going to invest if you don't do this then? Well, I stay with about X amount a month. I could put that in stocks. All right. I'm going to check back with you in a few months and see if you've been doing that. Of course, most people don't do it. Right? So I'm like, all right, why didn't you do it? You know what? I just didn't know about the market. I, I, I didn't know it was a good time to buy. I only had a, f- a few bucks. I figured it was better to keep the money than not know what I'm doing and put it in something bad. All right. So again, now we months ahead. If you would have been doing my system right now, you would have invested X amount of money. Why wouldn't you do that? Yeah. You know what? If you, if you made that work, I probably would try it. All right. So how about if I showed you how to do it yourself? So again. A lot of people are worried about giving away their ideas, right? So I run a startup accelerator, MetaBronx. You can't be worried about giving away your ideas. People, it's really hard to make it, make an idea reality. One, two, most people do not want to do that amount of work. Yes. Microsoft could come and steal your idea, but I'm going to give you the dirty secret. Microsoft does not want to create your idea. They rather wait for you to do it and buy it off of you. Think about it. Facebook could have created Instagram, but they paid a billion dollars for Instagram. Why? Because they just rather somebody else building them, give them the money, and then take it than build it themselves. Metal Bronx, Tiger Studio, thank you. Um, that's the big thing you gotta understand. These big companies they rather buy your idea off of you than build your idea. They want you to do the hard work of figuring out if people actually want this. Figuring out if it can work, figuring out, can it make money? And once they do, they're going to come in and offer you a bunch of money. Now, this is where I'm in a different boat. I believe AI startups should not be owned by the richest people in the world. I believe they should be owned by people like us, that our jobs are going to be taken away, right? So if we have. Uh, an AI, like if I as a person from the hood build an AI and then I just sold it, sold it to Microsoft for seven billion dollars, I'm rich, my family's rich, but you all screwed, right? <laughs> and that's the problem because if they decide to turn it off or change it or make or raise the price, it's not helping the people I built it for anymore, right? So this is one of the challenges that I'm also working on, and I'll explain. And I don't, maybe this one, how I'm solving that, because right now I'm building this all out of my own money. Literally paying everybody on my own money, coding, playing around with it. Myself, investing my own money to test it. But because I started coaching other people to use my system and these people had money because they were able to pay me to coach them as they saw it work. They became my first investors, right? They were like, wait a minute, let me look at my portfolio before I started working with you. Oh my God, I'm up a lot of money that I would be down. If I didn't work with you, this system works and you're automating it, so I don't have to do it myself anymore, shut up and take my money. Right. So I'm like, okay. Right. So that's a big thing. You got to understand, like to build things, you want to build as much of it as you can with your own money, but if you can't, you got to find other people that are going to believe in it enough to give you the money to build it to a certain point where you can put it out to the masses. Right. And that's where most minorities, people from, from poor communities fall off because that is usually called a friends and family round of funding. So in most startups, when you have a great idea, you go to your friends and your family, you say, Hey, if I had 25 K 50 K a hundred K 10 K, whatever it is, I could build this. And in most communities that understand investing and and understand how this all works, they'll give you the 10 K for equity in the business, meaning they're going to own a percentage of this company in poor communities, because we don't understand investing because we, we are in a scarcity mindset. We tend to not do that. We're more likely to put money in some gambling app than to give it to a good idea from somebody from your community. And that's the kind of content that I, why I started creating this content, because the start of all of this was me watching that happen over and over to startup founders at Meta Bronx. We would help these startup founders that had great ideas, black, Spanish, Latin, uh, I mean, LGBTQ, all these types of people with great ideas. And then we say, okay, have you tried to raise a friends and family round? And we just get laughed at friends and family, my, my family doesn't even think I should be doing this. What are you talking about them giving me $5,000 on top of that? So I started to see that and say, man, it's going to take a lot of education before a regular person from a, a place where there's not that much money will give that investment to the person that needs it. So fast forward, I lucky enough, I did okay with crypto last year. I had money to build this stuff myself. Of course I work other projects. I have my company mass ideation where we get hired to build stuff. So I have different revenue streams that allow me to pay. Plus one of my companies is building projects like this. So I'm able to build it for cheaper probably than most people. So those are the benefits I have. But again, these benefits are not by mistake, like I've been working in this industry for 20 years. I've been building skills, like managing people's skills. I've been building projects, learning the, the rights and wrongs about the, the way to do things because one, I've built projects for people Two, I've built my own projects. And three, I've advised startups on things to do and, and and got to watch what they did right and wrong. So, of course, I have, I have a lot of experience with this. So it's not, what I also want to make sure I, I, I explain is people now think with this AI revolution, you're just going to be able to ask the AI, hey, can you build me a million dollar business? Yeah, it's not. that's not going to be how it works. You got to educate yourself on the pieces. And one of the major pieces is why I'm on video today here and I got the podcast going. There's only two ways to get the word out about any idea you have. You either have to pay advertising or you have to create content. Right now I'm creating content. I'm live on Instagram. I'm live on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Twitch. I'm recording a podcast. This video and audio is going to go many different places. It's going to live forever on many different platforms. Except Twitch, Twitch, they take it off. But the reason for that is I know this will help people. But right now it doesn't make sense to pay advertising until it's making money. It doesn't make sense to pay advertising. And I did, I was paying advertising actually, because what I'm doing right now is the bot is working, but it's not easy to use. And also I need to legally make sure that when I have people use this, I can't get in trouble. So there's, there's cost that I need to still, you know, you, you know, do to make sure I could just put this out to the public. Right. In the beginning, of course, investors are going to be able to use it because they invested in the company. So there's no problem. Right. But again, that's not easy to do. Not everybody has money to invest early. So I, I have to create content. I have to explain this, right? So I'm creating a shorter day. I'm making a live a week. I'm making a podcast a week. To get the word out there because I know there's a bunch of people that wish they could be investing, but they can't because they have too many bills or they just don't understand that they're able to, because this technology is very new. Most people don't even know it exists. So that's what I'm doing. Right. Third, another big thing I'm doing is I'm teaching people how to do it themselves on content like this. And then I also have a community where people can pay me the one-on-one. Help them pay me and other people on my team because as it grows, I'm definitely not gonna be able to do all of them. So that's where you always hear me say retireyourbills.com, retireyourbills.com. That's a website right now where people can go, take a free training where I teach you how to do it, and then if you want one-on-one help, there's many different packages that you can choose. You can just get a one call where I teach you how to do it, you could do six calls, all these different things. But these are these are all ways of me saying, okay. I'm going to teach people how to do it for free, but I know from doing this, once I even, I teach it to people for free, they're still like, Hey, can I get a, an hour of your time? And, and so I can really understand it. And to be honest, I don't have too much of that time, but if I can make it a business where they pay for it, I can hire other people. Cause right now me, I'm building this bot. I got three kids. I got multiple businesses. It's really hard to get on for an hour with. 30 people a month, right? Like it's really tough. So I'm building a business around it, but a business needs to be paid to, so we can pay its employees. But the main goal here is that this automated process will make it. So with clicks of a button, it will do it for you automatically every month. So basically what I'm building right now is an automation where you can bring in the money you are going to use to pay your bills. It will borrow automatically, send the money to wherever you need to pay the bill right now, mostly crypto world. But again, it's going to be more and more. We do over time maybe be able to send it right back to your bank bank account. So then you pay the bill and then that original money gets invested for you all day, every day, because to me, what I saw when I was teaching, this is where the fall off happened for people was. The paying of the bill was not easy because it was very, very early. And those processes weren't there yet, but they're being built right now. So it's going to get easier and easier to pay your bills. It's not that difficult, but it's not super easy. And then the next big problem was people investing themselves. Most people are scared to invest. Like I told you about the people, like, I don't know. I only got $20 to invest. I don't know what to invest in. So I just don't do it. But if a robot did that for you and now you are investing and you're paying your bills, I don't think that's going to be a a easy thing to turn down from most people. But now there's challenges. There's other challenges. I need to raise enough money to make this faster. So I'm talking to investors. I need to, um, I need to test it. Right. I I need to test my, my creation. (laughs) Right. So right now it's running. It's been running. Buying every day for me, but I need to make sure that nothing happens before I take it to the public, right? So I'm testing it. I need to think through what are the key elements that I need to build and in what order because I can't just build everything in one shot. I don't have enough money to just build everything in one shot. So I got to build it piece by piece. That's a big part of creating startups. You can't just create it all, you got to create the most important part first, second most important part second. And keep going like that. So to me, the first important part was the buying for me every day, because the paying the bills, I could do that, but buying every day, I was doing that by hand. And I know, I know most people are not going to do that. The people I coached did it, but it took them a while before they got comfortable. And then even them and me, you get to certain days and you're like, Oh, I forgot. Totally forgot today. That's crazy. But a robot never forgets. Right? So I said, all right. One, I don't want to do it every day. Myself Two, there are days where I forget. So that's what perfect for automation. And then where, where it becomes where AI. So if you don't understand AI has a bunch of pieces connected is automation is machine learning. There's different pieces where this is going to learn. It's going to be able to take the data from all these people paying their bills and, and, and investing, and it's going to be able to say, Hey, Let's say me, Hey, Miguel, you've been paying your bills for two years. You've been paying your car bill for two years right now. You have six years or, or let's say three years of your car bill, but it's a high point in the market right now. You should start thinking about maybe selling more, selling some of your assets. Why would the AI be able to do that? Because the AI can look back at history and say. This looks like an up in the market, and usually after ups comes downs. So let me warn or recommend to the customer ideas and, and information that they probably don't have, because AI's can look at a lot more information than we can, and and disseminate it and give it to you. So that's the final part of this, right? And of course, I already have people working on this part too, where. Eventually there will be an AI that says, Hey, Miguel today might be a good day to sell a percentage of your portfolio. If you're interested in doing that, let me know how much percent and I'll do it for you and it will do it for you. Another huge part of this, this is the biggest part because while the market was going crazy last year, I had a bunch of people say, let me give you money. So you could trade it and you can make money with me. I'll give you my money. You trade it and then you give it back. And I didn't like that one it's illegal, right? You got to have a certain type of, uh, license to do that. You can't just take people's money and invest it. So I said, I'm not taking nobody's money. I'll teach you how to do it though. I'll show you, I'll be on zoom, tell you what buttons to click. You never given me your money. So when I built this, I wanted it to be the same thing. you are never giving any company, your money, your ba- Well, there's decentralized world where you're giving a software your money, but it's still not like you're giving FTX your money where you don't know what's going on with it. When you give a decentralized finance, uh, platform your money, you see what's happening with it. Like you can see every second of the day, what's going on. Nobody's buying condos with your money and you don't know that. That's why decentralized finance is so powerful. So when I, when I built this, I said I need to make sure that in the way I build it, we never hold anybody's money. We automate a process for their money. They're holding their own money in their own, hopefully, ledger or very protected crypto wallet. You could do it in a MetaMask wallet as well. But again, MetaMask wallet is your wallet. We don't. We're not holding your money. That was very important to me because I do believe we need to get to the point as a community where we are self sovereign, right? Where we control our own money. And, and the, the problem is when you put your money in a bank, you don't have your money anymore. They have your money. And you, if you watch and you look around the world, there's people going into banks, robbing banks in certain countries right now, because the bank won't give them their money back. And that has happened. Even in America, the last great depression, well, the first and last great depression, that's what happened. People went to the banks to, because the, the markets and everything was going crazy. They went to the bank and said, hey, all right, give me my money. And the bank couldn't give them their money. That's why they created FDIC insurance now, which protects most poor people, right? Because it's like, I think it's 250,000. Um, so if you have less than 250,000, if the bank goes out of business, you will still get your money. But here's where they won't once you start growing a retirement fund not really happening if you lose your if the bank goes out you lose your money right so so this is where I said the decentralized finance world I believe fixes a lot of problems it does create some new ones of course always but the first biggest problem I mean problem it solves is a regular person that, Almost lives paycheck to paycheck. Can still save and pay their bills while they're investing. That is, that is powerful. The one thing I will tell anybody who is living paycheck to paycheck, but is like right up on it. So if you, if you make $3,000 a month and you spend $3,000 a month. Yeah. There's not Nobody's going to be able to help you. You got to figure out how to either lower your expenses or make some more money with a side hustle. There's no way that you can make the exact amount that you spend on bills and not work to the day you die. That's the truth because literally you're using all the money you make every month to live your lifestyle. And then what's going to happen the day you retire, the amount of money that you make is going to drop and you're not going to have anything that you've saved that whole time. So you're going to have to go back to work. And that's where like, you see a lot of older people still working and it's because most people are relying on social security and social security is not that much money. And when you look at us, my generation and generations under me, we're not going to have a lot of social security. They're already saying by, I forgot what year 2035 or something like that. People are going to get 77% of whatever they were supposed to get of social security. So if you got to live off that. And it's already lower than it's, than your previous salary was when you retired. And now it's 77% even less than that. You're going to have to keep working. And that, that is the scary part of the way things are going. Even 401ks, they, they, most people don't have them. You got to work at a job where they're giving you that. And you got to be the type of person that understands, let me do that. Because a lot of people have jobs that get 401ks. And they don't even take it because they don't want to take the extra money out of their check. So they're not saving for their retirement because if they're, that means they're just relying on their social security check. And that's super dangerous. It's not going to work. Like a social security check alone is not going to help you live the rest of your life. You need other things. Just a 401k ain't going to do it either. That's the crazy part that you don't understand. Like most people don't understand this. I didn't, until I started seeing. Like I I had one, I wasn't, it was an entrepreneur one because I don't have a, a job like that, but I started out from when I did have a job, but then when I became an entrepreneur, my accountant said, okay, you could bring that into this and then you could put money into it every year as an entrepreneur. So I would do it sometimes, but not all the time. And then I looked up and it really didn't grow that much, you know, and I, and I was paying fees on it and I'm like, you know what? I think I could do better with my own money. Right. So again. This is up to each individual person to come up with your own retirement strategy and plan and put it into action. My worry is that most people are not doing it. So I want to take it away from them mentally and give it to a robot and say, okay, take my money that I was going to use to pay my bills and make that grow as much as possible. So by the time I get to retirement age, I got a nice pot that I could rely on. Even though guess what, even because even once you retire, that don't mean your bills stop coming, you still got to pay bills. So if you could continue doing it while you're paying your, you know, while you retired, but you know, you got this nice nest egg that's growing and the new money you you, you use to pay your bills every month is growing as well. It's a good position to be in. So that's where it's like, all right, where I am, where am I now? I built all these pieces. Right now the bot is, is trading every day. It's, um, borrowing. I'm building the bill pay part. The problem, the, this is another big problem as a, as a startup founder. Um, anybody who's watching, you know, that has tried this, there's a lot of fees to things, right? So for instance, to make it, so this is easier to do for people. It's going to cost me $1,500 a month in fees. So think about that, right? Like right now I'm just the only one using it for me to make it easier for you to use it. I got to pay $1,500 a month. Does that make sense to me? Probably not. Right. Because I working for me. Why would I pay $1,500 a month? So maybe one or two people uses it. That doesn't make sense. So what I got to do is I got to create some type of interest level that says these people are willing to pay the amount It's going to cost to cover that $1,500 because as a business it doesn't make sense to pay $1,500 that you can't pay back. Right? So I need to start creating a database of people that are interested in using this and say, they would be willing to pay for it. So I know, all right. Now I have, even if I had a thousand people that said, yeah, are we willing to pay? Let's say $10 a month. That is. Ten thousand a month. Ten times a thousand. Yeah. So now fifteen hundred dollars makes sense, right? Makes sense to pay that because a thousand people are paying fifteen. I mean, ten dollars a month. So this is where again, how do I get those thousand people though? There's only two ways: create content or buy ads or buy ads. Again, another cost. I, I was running ads for a little bit just to test them. It was costing me sixty cents a click. And not everybody who clicks buys. So that's expensive, right? That means if you need a thousand people, let's say you get 1% conversion. So if you need a hundred people to click the button for one person to buy, and it's usually lower than 1%, that is. $60 per person that buys hundred. Times 0.60. Yeah. So if one person bought every hundred ad clicks, that will cost me $60 per person that, that just signed up for the email. That don't mean that they are buying because that's another thing you got to understand like funnels. If you're creating any idea, you need there's interest and then there's willing to buy. And those have gaps, right? So if a person comes in and gives you their email, that's one level of interest buying is another, right? So you got to figure out how to close that gap over time through different ways. But the truth is the gap is there, right? So that's $60 just to get a person to sign up for the email. Doesn't mean that's turning into money. What it means is you probably need a hundred of those people before one person buys. So now times that by a hundred, six grand to get a customer, not a good look. Can't do that right now. Right. So, and again, ads get cheaper over time. These, these platforms will charge you a lot up front. And as you keep running them, they will slowly lo- um, lower down. So another big thing that most people don't know, and I'm, I'm lucky enough to know it because I run an accelerator is when people raise money, 70% of the money. Goes to advertising. So think about how crazy this is. This is why Google and Facebook are such big businesses. All of these companies that are raising millions, billions of dollars, they're spending 70% of that in Google and Facebook crazy. Right? So again, me trying to hack the system, I rather create content on Facebook and YouTube, than pay for ads only. Of course, I'm going to pay for ads as well. But once I have what's called product market fit, what is product market fit? Product market fit means. I have a product that there's a market that's willing to pay for it until that day that I don't know that people are willing to pay my price for the product. I made, does not really make sense to pay for ads? Unless again, you have venture capital money that wants you to do that because that's what venture capital does, right? They want them to the start to grow fast. So they give it money to buy ads, you know, to grow fast again. I don't want to grow this fast because few reasons. This is very new space. Like I don't want to like do something. And then it, I realize there's a different, <laughs> different thing that I didn't see. Another big thing is I want to control it as much as possible so the community can own it. Once you take on venture capital, especially early. Sometimes they could decide where your company goes and you have to kind of just, you have to take their advice because they paid for it. They own it. Right? So if you, if you raise large amounts of money and now you own less of the company than the venture capital, than the people who invested in your company, they get to decide, right? And of course, the later that happens, the better. Cause even like uh, Microsoft, Bill Gates doesn't own, he owns like less than 10% of Microsoft. Amazon, Jeff Bezos owns less than 50% of Amazon, but that's after 20, 20 years, right? So again, early on, you want to keep as much of the community control as possible, right? I'm building this for a community, my community, I want to make sure that it's built in a way that actually helps my community. I want to have to build it too fast because I took on this type of money. That means I need to grow it fast. So there's, there's all these different pieces, right? So that's just the mind of the kind of things I got to think through. Um, but right now, like I said, the body's working, I'm building. Um, I got to kind of decide, and maybe you guys can help me. Anybody that's willing to comment. I got to decide on, should I build. The user interface, because right now you gotta be kind of a nerd. To use this, right? You got to know how to code. So only I have it running. The only person having it running. If I tried to have somebody else running, run it, they need to know how to code. I have to give them access to the code, all this crazy stuff. I could build an interface that lets anybody use it, but I will have to charge or I could build the bill pay part first and then build the interface. Why, why do I, why do you think about that? It sounds like it's a no brainer, right? Build the thing that you can make money from. My issue is if I build the use the the UI user interface, but people can't pay their bills easily, then they probably won't pay because if you're bringing your money in to pay your bills, but it's not easy to pay your bills. You still got to take a few more steps which is not that hard to be honest, but I just know people are lazy user experience. You know, you got to try to make things easy for people. It's not that hard to have people doing it, but I know most people won't do it. And I need the most amount of people to be willing to pay for this. So right now my struggle is again, if I build the part that makes it easy for people to pay their bills, it's going to cost me $1,500 a month. for for everybody else to pay their bills easily, I got to pay $1,500 a month. This is where venture capital usually comes in because a venture capitalist will give me the money to pay that monthly fee and just let people do it. And right now, the business cannot afford $1,500 a month because it's crazy. If nobody's doing this and I'm paying $1,500 a month, that's just money going down the hole. I need to know people are willing to pay for this before I pay that $1,500. Right. But the, the payoff of the idea is paying the bill. So if nobody pays the bill or they end up just stopping because they they don't want to do it, then I'm, I'm kind of screwed. Right. So that's again, a challenge, right? So right now I'm talking to people, I'm talking to potential customers and saying, all right, I kind of need a, a list of, of people that are willing to pay. So what's that mean? That means I got to create a pricing structure that people say, you know what? I would pay that. So that's more work again. Right? So this is where, again, I'm going to walk you through me building this from scratch. I'm going to build this in public. Of course, I'm not going to show you the code every every day, but I'm going to build this in public Meaning, I'm going to talk about how I'm building it. I'm going to try to make it as open source as possible and still protect my, uh, IP. Um, but in in web three is really hard to do that anyway. I got to really talk to lawyers and stuff because at the end of the day, this is what I tell people, I didn't invent this. I discovered it, right? Like, it's not like, it's like math, like did somebody invent one plus one equals two or did they just discover it? Right. I discovered this system. Now I got to figure out how to give it to as many people. And to be honest, of course, they're going to be people that are going to try to copy it once they understand it. But I even have something for them in in the chamber waiting. Um, actually have a few things in the chamber that I'm just going to roll out as soon as I see the competition coming. Um, and again, I will not talk about those things publicly. The investors will know though. Um, so yeah, I mean on the, on the, the overall, you know, when you create an idea You need to get buy-in from the customers, the potential customers that the problem you're solving, they believe it's a problem and they willing to pay for it because a business is only able to stay alive if it can make money. So I need to figure out what would people pay for? And right now, the way I'm selling it, I'm telling people you're going to make money paying your bills. So if the system doesn't make paying your bills easy enough, that's a risk. In my class, in my course in community, retireyourbills.com, I'm teaching people how to do it by hand. Again, I don't see many people doing it yet, right? And again, I'm not I don't have millions of followers or anything yet. But I have about ten people paying their bills right now and investing the money. And I'm talking thousands of dollars. Like I have one person who's investing four thousand dollars a month when before that they were investing five hundred dollars a month it's a big deal. That's that's like 8 times more money that is growing for them every month. That is insane, right? So again, there's multiple paths. I'm giving all the paths. The free path, watch my content, I show you how to do it. The the one level of of interest in, give me your email and I'll show you how to do it even further. The, the final level of interest that is the most rewarding and helps me build this is paying to be a coach and community member. Again, it's not like hundreds of thousands of dollars, not even thousands of dollars, and that will one, I'll help you one-on-one two, it will help me build the automation, right? So again, that's how things work, right? When you look at Tesla, Tesla's first car was very expensive because they needed the money to build the factories, right? They couldn't make the first car super cheap because they needed the money. Eventually, over time, it gets cheaper and cheaper. But who wins? The early investors make the most money. The early buyers, they are supporters and they are helping the company. They don't get equity for buying cars, though. And that's where, again, I have tricks up my sleeve. I, w- I want everybody to be an owner of products that they own, especially AI uh, products that they use, especially AI products. I do believe it's super important for anybody building AI to allow the community to own it. Because if it starts decimating the amount of jobs that are currently available, at least people can make money from the automations that took their job. You know, that's my hope. That's how I'm going to do things again step one, step at a time. Um, right now I'm using all my own money. I haven't even taken $1 of investor money just yet. I will. Um, but these are accredited investors, right? So these are people that are already rich, which is kind of lucky for them that they keep getting to make more money. That's how it works, right? The rich get richer because they get the opportunity to invest in ideas early. And of course, most of them fail, but one or two work and they make billions of dollars. Right? So the big thing is early on, figure out how to support, hey, figure out how to support ideas that you believe in, right? And not just use the product. If you see ways of investing, that's why I really liked about crypto crypto. If you saw an idea you liked, you could invest in it by buying the token and hopefully it works. Of course, most people don't look at it that way. They look at it as I'm buying this token to make money. And then it goes down and they're like, Oh, it was a scam. Just so you understand regular startup world, it takes seven to 10 years before your money comes back from a normal investment in technology. So if you invested in Uber, you're rich right now, but it took you seven to 10 years before you saw a dime, right? So if you invest in a crypto project and two months, it goes down and you're like. Oh, this was a scam. You don't understand the true path of how this works. It takes projects years and years and years to become major d- big deals. So you can't expect in one year for you to three x your investment. And, and that's it. It's not, it doesn't work like that. It takes time. People got to build it. Your know, audience has got to grow. So right now, again, I understand. that. I understand where we are in crypto too. I understand most people are scared of crypto. I understand FTX scared the shit out of everybody, (laughs) right? But the truth of FTX was, FTX was operating in the old environment of centralized organizations. He was able to hide the fact that he spent billions of your money on properties in the Bahamas. Decentralized does not allow you to do that. When, when you have your own wallet, I can't touch it. Nobody can touch it for you with your crypto wallet. Right. And as it grows, you buy your own condos in the Bahamas. And that's where I think this type of technology is just going to really, once everybody truly understands it and they just don't look at crypto as like this fake money thing that goes up and down, they look at it as technology. This is gonna explode, I believe. Again, I'm banking a lot on it. Um, I could be wrong though, right? But I'm willing to take the bet and I'm willing to work on it. So thank you if you watched, listened anytime wherever you are, you know. Um, and if you're interested in starting to retire your bills, go to retireyourbills.com and um take the free training. Um, and again, I'm gonna keep creating content like this. I do believe opportunity, especially right now with the market dropping, probably because there's a recession coming, it's going to be a huge opportunity to put money in the market. So the more you could put in, the more likely you are to win, right? So if you could put a percentage of the money you're putting, you're paying your bills with, you can grow that money, right? Versus not, and not being able to take advantage of it because you're like, I don't have enough money to invest. You do, you're spending it every month on paying your bills. You could still be investing that money. Right. But again, take some education, take some button clicking. If you don't feel like that's worth it. All right. I can't help you there. But again, I'm even working on something to help you. I'm building this bot again. It's working, but it's just working for me, for me to make it work for everybody. I'm going to have to bring in some, some more, uh, revenue. To build things faster, and that's my plan. So, again, thank you for anybody wherever you listened, um, watched, uh, and hopefully you went to retireyourbills.com, put your email in, and of course, I got a coupon code MSW25, get 25% off of any package you choose. And on that note, thank you, have a good rest of your day.